you want to say that on the on the air? What? You just getting had getting big, your all, volume all set up? You just had some tough guy stuff you had to say there. <laughs> no, I mean, you're a professional podcaster at this point. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I've made money. We're um, at, we're at 60 plus episodes, right? Uh, I believe. Or close? Oh my gosh, I didn't even look. I think you're 64 or 65 yeah. now. I mean, there is one. There is the lost episode that'll never be released. <laughs> I mean, I heard if you do anything 50 times, you're a professional at 50? it. <laughs> is that right? I did 50 oh, push-ups. 10,000, 50 or whatever. <laughs> 10,000. Wasn't it? Ten, it's not 10,000 repetitions. It's 10,000 hours. Nah, it's Isn't 50 days. It's one stupid book <laughs> that a lot of people say is complete horse <laughs> So part of my, oh, I'll just beep it out. See, I can put a marker, control M. Boom. Wait, did it not? Boom. Come on, Dan. <laughs> See, <laughs> professional. <laughs> Boom. Third, third, fourth time's a charm. <laughs> you got to have the window selected. Oh, man. I said a word there that I need to beep out. All right. Hey, we're still rolling. Are you even close to where you said Probably not. I wonder if I can pick it up and move it in the middle of... Oh. <laughs> Scoot it back. We it's should, closer now. We should just move on. <laughs> oh, man. Josh, big talk and big, big talk. What is this? Are, are you a five-time member now? Is this five? Or are we oh, I don't four? think it's five. I think it's four, uh, maybe this three. Two, this will be two birds with one stone if we look through here. Yeah, da, 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 yeah, da, da, da. You are. This will be episode number. I guess only number sixty-two, but you are also uh, fifty-three. Yeah. And if we keep scrolling here, thirty-one. So that this is that's three, and I know there was at least one more because it was pretty early on, wasn't it? Was I in the top ten? No, I don't know. Oh yeah, I was. Jaffrio. Yeah. As a joke, I misspelled your name. So this is number four. Nothing special. So so all that cocky BS about, oh, you think you're a professional. <laughs> all I got to do is be on here 46 more times, and I'm a professional interviewer. Hey, that's right. <laughs> then you're a professional interviewee. Interviewee, yeah. Yeah, Jop was asking a couple <laughs> of interesting questions. He's like, what made you want to get the next the next level, the next printer? So he noticed on the same table yeah. that, that, that Jafwa's microphone rests <clears> on, I have the Ender 3 Pro, which is kind of like the gold standard entry level. Just super reliable and super, like, there's tons and tons of open source stuff out there for the Ender 3. So it's a great, and that's something Jeff Watt got me into, was 3D printing. He said, get the Ender. It's only 200 bucks, yeah. and you, you already know how to model, so this is going to be easy for you. He was right. I jumped right in, and I've, I've really enjoyed it. And so after about a year of doing that, I went ahead and upgraded. Now, I, I don't is upgrade the right word? I went ahead and expanded yeah. capability to a two-extruder printer called Flash Forge Creator Pro 2. It's got a smaller bed area, but there are two simultaneous printers, so you can print duplicate or you can print symmetric, which is all kind of candy. Oh, you can actually print it's dupl duplicate, too? If you want, you can print oh, two at cool. the same time. But what it'll do is it'll print, um, you know, in the same layer, you can have two different colors. And that's good for two different two reasons. You can have multicolored stuff obviously if you want and so it's kind of like uh that's neat if there's even an inkling in your head that you might want a two-color design just go ahead and design it as is and you don't have to do any any filament swapping or the other cool thing that apparently is sort of new my friend shout outs claire told me about the other day is you can do um uh, a filament that's water soluble and you can use that for complex support structures for weird um, weird prints that have voids or whatever kind of weird thing. So if you have something that's a complex structure, it doesn't. It's not aesthetic. It's just functional. Design it however you want. In theory, then if you can get your print orientation right, so that the filament direction, you know, so complements whatever kind of strength you need, then don't worry about what weird support structure you have, because that's you, pretty cool. I guess drop it in a bin of water. I haven't looked into it. Take yeah. it in the shower with you, and uh, and it'll dissolve all the. Uh, 
all that support away instead of you having to go in with the pliers and risk damaging the material and whatever. For folks who don't know a ton about 3D printing, well, Google it. <laughs> well, well, I'm looking around, Dan, and, and it seems like the only thing you've double extruded here is a Minecraft character. Oh, jeez, man. <laughs> Not even that. Just, just, just the eyeballs. Just the eyeballs, huh? <laughs> yeah. If I don't know. if Shout out to Hannah, my sister. If she's listening, this is I built something for your kid. Um, and I, I kind of wanted to keep a secret because I was really happy with how it turned out. So I thought it'd be a fun surprise. Turned out great. Hey folks, Future Dan here. Listen, Joff and I had a great conversation while holding a thing that I made on a 3D printer and enjoying looking at it and playing with it. Uh, once we realized you guys can't see it or touch it, we decided we'd probably better cut this out. So uh, you're welcome. Uh, yeah. You do all your modeling in inches? Uh, yeah, oh, that's weird. what we do for work. And so really? that's how I model. And so then you bring it over and you got to do it times 2540 huh. to get things into or 25, 40% to get things in. I'm an exclusive millimeter only. Uh, yeah, dude, we don't do metric stuff at work, man. I don't know. They'd have our heads <laughs> on a platter. It's like, <laughs> this has got to be the least riveting conversation for your listeners. <laughs> yeah, I, there's people out there right now. Just like, we're I describing an believe. object that we're looking at and they can't see. <laughs> I can't believe. And nerding he out over the tolerance. in inches right now, and we are nine minutes in. Anyway, so. Um, I'm impressed. <laughs> I, yeah, thank you for that. Maybe that's all that, that matters. Yeah, I was pretty psyched about it, too. And I'm, I'm afraid some of, some of my listeners, shout outs, Colleen, shout outs, some of, some of my loyal uh, folks out there. Um, and I don't know if Claire listens. Shout outs, Claire. These poor people that have had to endure me showing them this thing and nerding out in person are now doing it again yeah. <laughs> over the podcast. No, I'll be honest. I thought you pulled this design off, yeah. Uh, yeah. off Thingiverse it's or all, something. No, nope. 100% yeah. model, models. Because it's better. It's, I mean, I feel like it's right. much better quality and than that I would was have kind expected. Of the idea. You know, you've probably seen problems. You've probably yeah. had problems before. I mean, you're a, sometimes you'll see something knowing that the problem's been solved before and you're like, hang on, I want to take a crack at it myself. Yeah. And, and I did end up finding out one time I, I, I went looking for a reference image I just did this all for reference yeah. images. You can count because it's pixelated. So right, you just right, count, right. and then I nominally made it a one tenth of an inch right. for the pixel. Yeah, you can pick your, pick your yeah. And uh, so I went looking for the stupid pickaxe thing to see about to see how many pixels yeah. are sticking out of his hand. And Google shows me Walmart.com, and for nine bucks you can buy basically what I've designed. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I bought it, and I was like, just just because I'm curious. Yeah. And dude, I was pretty psyched when it showed up, and it's a piece. of yeah right, right. <laughs> i'm like this, this is well is, worth the nine dollars way better yeah exactly so i left it so if rakia's listening i doubt she's listening but i scattered the parts around your desk you'll find them as you uh my my coworker and i decided that this is not minecraft steve this is instead evil jeff yeah that works yeah. anyway so weakness at stress concentrations and so forth anyway how, how many hours do you think it took you to model that yeah good question i um in the in the ballpark of twenty kind of thing, yeah. no, nothing crazy. <laughs> Thirteen minutes we made it. <laughs> Anybody still listening? You guys are awesome. We got way better stuff, interesting, more way more interesting stuff to talk about. Um, first and foremost, Jafar. Last time you were here, you were talking about preparing for a race, a distance right. race, and the distance race. The purpose of that was. Not just a race; it was qualifying for yet a more important distance race. Right. You want to tell us a little bit about? Yeah, that? yeah. So last time we were on, I had to look this up to see where we're at with that. But <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think it was like a, a week or so before I was scheduled to run this impromptu marathon just to get a qualifier for Boston. So Boston Marathon, one of the big 
mar- big international marathons. Right. And you're interested in running just because you've kind of been a runner your whole life? Well, yeah, no. Uh, you know, the whole reason behind this was, that, like, my wife had a friend that was also running it. And she, she wanted an excuse to go cool. to go fly up there yeah. and, uh, and and do that. And so she said, hey, you know, if you qualify for Boston, that kind of makes sense. We can we can all go up, cheer on our friend and you, of course. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, so I found that marathon in Columbia, Heart of America Marathon. Uh, it was uh, right near Labor Day, I guess. But, um, but, yeah, I signed up for it a week before the race itself. And I think I talked about that a little bit on the podcast. And Might have. You know, the biggest concern was just pretty much not having to poop myself on during the race. Oh, that was the number <laughs> one concern. I mean, with the marathon. But the, but the whole thing, uh, <laughs> the whole story was pretty funny just on how relaxed this whole thing was. I was staying with a um, – I was planning on staying oh, well, with right. a good friend. So you did, so you did end up going and doing the, yes, doing the race. Yeah, good. I was okay. going to stay with my good friend from college, Matt. Um, oh yeah, shout out to yeah, Matt. yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. And so you know, the whole plan was I was going to drive to Columbia, which is you know two hours away from St. Louis, and uh, and stay at his place that night, and uh, you know run this race, and then pretty much take off. And I get there like at three o'clock in the afternoon. I get to his apartment. Um, I'm so at three o'clock afternoon, which day? Uh, the day before the race. Yeah, right, right, right. right, right. And so, the race is what time? Sorry, you might have said. Uh, it started at like seven a.m. I don't know the next. Oh, day. I see. So you get there late, uh, mid afternoon. Yeah, yeah. You know, plenty I'm, of time to just chill. You're right. Get to bed early and get up. Right, right, right. That's the whole plan. You know, as, you know, as much as I'm taking this relaxed, I'd like to make sure you know I like I sleep and, and things like that. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, same thing. It's like I don't right. you, certain things you do at work. Yeah. It's like I'm not really stressed, but hey, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Myself yeah, with. and you know, I wanted to drive the course uh, just because it's out on this. You know, I don't know how many people know Columbia that well. I don't, Columbia, but uh, no. I wanted to drive Southern Columbia to see what county roads I was going to run on because this this was sure. a very small. Figure roast. out if there's going to be like factions of of guerrilla like well, f- fighters that you might encounter that are going to. It was try really to... just, I mean, such a small marathon. None of the roads were closed, and so like, you know, you just kind of want to get an idea of that. And you're running on. Levels. You're running on this side of the road with trucks going by kicking oh, up yeah, dirt. Oh, no yeah, sidewalk, and... just, just running around and hoping you don't get hit. <laughs> That's not normal for most marathons, but that kind of added to the charm, I'll say. But either way, I get to Columbia at like 3 o'clock, and I, I call up my buddy Matt and voicemail. And I'm like, huh, that's weird. And uh, I send him a message, and I'm like, hey, man, I'm at your place. You know, Can you let me in? And I'm like, and I get nothing. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to drive this course. And so you know, I kill oh, like oh, an sure. hour and a half, and I'm like, you know, if I can't get a hold of Matt in like 30 minutes, I'm going to book a hotel. Book a hotel, <laughs> yeah, yeah no kidding. Well, he eventually calls me back and he's like, man, I overslept. I'm like, I'm like 3? 3 p.m.? <laughs> I'm like, what in the world? And uh, he's like, yeah, I overslept. We were out kind of late. And Wait, uh, so he was in the damn apartment when you were like in the driveway. <laughs> he's like, my phone was dead. Did, were you knocking on the door? <laughs> you couldn't. You had to get, because oh. you needed to badge in. But oh, I, I, see. I, I did see. like hijack Wait a minute, somebody else's like like downtown? Yeah, he's like he's. Oh, it's like kind of a high rise, or it's like a yeah, building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but I did follow up. I, I, you know, I snuck in behind somebody else. I knocked on his door. Didn't get anything too, and so you know, it was no big deal. He eventually got a hold of me. I went and picked him up, and he's like, "Yeah, I overslept." And uh, we hung out. It was fun. We drove the course, uh, caught up. We had dinner. That's really fun, dude. That's, um, that, that sounds like a ton of fun. I remember loving Matt. If you're out there listening, yeah, Matt, he's not. He's, but he's super cool. One man. of those, uh, yeah, one of those guys. Who does he remind me? He reminded me of a guy from a TV show. I think of it, I'll say it. But anyway, just one of those kind of like the friend who never lets you down kind of guy. Yeah. Besides three, besides three besides, p.m. Besides I'm just not picking up the phone when you're supposed to stay with him. But no, I mean, it just what what. I mean, I should I should kind of rewind a little bit and say when I actually finally got a hold of him, walked into his apartment, you know, boom, like 
it just smelled like someone was growing pot all in this apartment. Hmm. Nothing against that, but I'm like, man, I'm about to run a marathon tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> like, snap, dude. I don't want to be contact high while I'm trying to focus on my, my like, splits. You know, we could have maybe toned something down a little bit. But, you know, again, I don't really care. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is a no big deal. I but, know but, yeah, we drive the course. We go get, you know, something to eat. And he's like, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to go to bed relatively early. I got to get up at 6. What's relatively early for you? I, I had to get up at, like, 6. So, uh, what? I mean, when going to bed at, what, 9.30? Oh, like 9, yeah, something yeah. like that. I like, I like a 9 o'clock bed. Yeah, I mean. Fall asleep by 9.30. Yeah, know. you know, it was, it was no big. I mean, getting up, getting up at 6 was, like, sleeping in. So, it's like I didn't really need to, like. Really like hit hit the Saturday. Well, but you're letting him know, hey, yeah. all that weed's going on. But that, I'm just so. like, hey, you no, know, I know it's a Saturday night. Like, if you guys want to go out or whatever, you know, do your thing. Actually, it was Sunday at this point because the race was on Monday, I think. But um, either way, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was planning on going out with my roommate, no big deal. And so uh, he's like, you use my room, I'll I'll crash in in the living quarters, whatever. Oh, that way he's not stomping past right, you when the right, comment, exactly. You know? And so I'm like, cool, cool, cool. So that all happens, and you know, I kind of go to sleep, or at least I lay down. And then I I realize that like across the streets, like this live band just jamming. Oh, out, they're right? fuck. They're legitimately like they're in like the oh, cool yeah. kid part of town. Yeah, he's I, I guess the cool kid part of town. And so I'm listening to this band just jamming oh, out, and I'm man. like, God, this is. You ever, you ever try, like, earplugs or something? Or? I'm just like, man, I'm an adult. I should have just gotten a hotel. <laughs> yes, right, right, yeah. It smells no, like weed. There's I mean, a band playing across like the Like I said, it was no – I had no big concern for this. Dude, I was gonna it, say, it just add, all I could think of was how this was just going to add to a story, you know? And then, Yeah, but you'll never have an audience for that story. Right, I mean, who I mean, are you going to tell that story who's to? Who's going to listen to We this? only have – just under ten thousand right. listeners. But uh but no, you know, the night goes on and then next thing you know, I, I kinda like I fall asleep, but then I kinda get like rustled up at midnight or so and you know Is that what you call it when Matt wakes you up? <laughs> <laughs> uh spoiler alert, his last name. No. Um, should we beep it out? No, it's fine. Um, yeah, we're saying saying only good stories. Matt Russell. Great, great friend, yeah. cool kid. But uh but no, yeah, you know, I can hear him come in and, and again, no big deal, except for the fact that I think he forgets that I'm there and he doesn't come in the room but he goes to the loft and he just starts cranking the Avengers movie on full volume <laughs> <laughs> like I mean it's loud enough to where I could like just like spout out the 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 acting at the same time yeah you're like so you can, like, like envisioning it I'm like man I should go watch this next scene it's kind of cool action movie but no I'm <laughs> like all right and, and so you know I go out there and I can you know I can also hear him snoring at this point too so I, I tuck Matt in on his couch there and I <laughs> I, I, I mute the TV. I didn't want to, like, turn it off. But, I remember um, living in a house with other guys, and they love to, uh, excuse me, they love to, they love to go do whatever, whatever uh, chemicals they wanted to do and stay out with whatever people they wanted to stay out with. And regardless of what I was doing downstairs, they would come home and put on some kind of movie. Immediately yeah. fall asleep. And this thing is on Max Prime. And it's like a DVD, so it would go back to a home screen that right. just plays a horrible song <laughs> really loud and i finally have to go up there and yeah. try to like and i'm and now at this point i'm annoyed so i'm like trying not to like huff and puff and like trying to find the button for the stupid thing and i don't even know where the damn light switch is up there so i'm like trying to <laughs> just shut up yeah the stupid uh, what like idiocracy or whatever stupid movie they're watching anyway 
Yeah, no, it was, it was it was pretty funny. And again, like this whole moment, you know, I'm not mad or anything. I just I just know how this is going to add to just a story of some sort. If only you had someone you could tell. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So you know, I next I, morning I, six in the a.m. You get up, you eat right. your you, you drink your Jello like nutrient goo. Not even pouch. that, man. I I maybe eat piece of a bagel. Honey and I bunches head over of to oats. This, I head over this parking lot, and, and again, okay, I, where is it at? Let's find it on the map uh, so we can. It's somewhere. So he must be somewhere in yeah, kind of like dead downtown. Oh, so you're not not that far away. You just kind of take no, no, no. Head was, just a little I mean, that was one of the, the the pros of his place was that it was literally mm-hmm. like a seven minute drive or something. You should have just jogged over. <laughs> well, you know, when you're going to run a marathon, you don't really need to jog that much. But oh, you win. It, it was somewhere over there, and um, okay. uh, the you know, I show up, and again, I I knew it was a small race, and uh, you know, I show up to the parking lot, and you know, I've it was definitely small, you know, like there's like one porta potty and there's like maybe a hundred people in this parking lot. Like, you know, most of these marathons have literally like thousands of people and dozens oh, of, oh, so like dozens of porta potties. Like, I mean, like there's a reason you might assume that, and that is, this is at a minimum a like a recognized qualifier for right. a major race. Well, and that's you know a lot of you know there just wasn't very many people. I mean, it was, but it was fun. It kind of yeah because the, the rest charm. of them already qualified, bro. <laughs> Catch they, up. They, they, <laughs> they didn't wait until the weekend before. Um, but no, it was it was fun, and you know it was dark, and it, you know, it, at the time it was still like seventy degrees dark, outside, which cloudy, was, or... which was you know pretty warm but not terrible. Um, but yeah, it was it was fun, you know. The, and the you know I I looked at the results from last year, and there's been one guy who showed up that has won it like the past two years with just under a three hour marathon, and and for Boston qualifier fire I need a three oh five, but I was gonna just go ahead and do a two fifty five, um, two hours and fifty five minutes just in case I wanted to get the New York qualifier too. So I was gonna try to knock out two first <laughs> stem. So nice. so yeah, the race eventually goes off, and yeah, like. I'm immediately in second place, and this guy like is 20, 30 seconds ahead of me, right off. Same the bat. guy. Um, I don't know who this is yet. Kind of assuming, um, or are you just not really. Yeah, I'm about? like, you know what? It might be him, but based off the pace, I was like, he seems like he's going out quicker than that guy should have been. A guy who's and a guy so, who's like like knows what right. to do to so, win. So like, yeah, the previ- this, the guy I was talking about that one of the past two years, he won it with like a really high two hour mark, and this guy was going out at like two forty five pace. Um, I could just, you know, based off the gap we were making. And so, okay. you know, you've raced enough, you kind of figure this out just visually. Yeah, but, that's wild. Um, yeah, that, yeah, I get you. Yeah, but, and so, you know, I actually chalked him off as not being the guy because I'm like, he's going out too quick. You think, are you kind of thinking yeah. essentially kind of like I'm rookie move kind I'm, of thing? Well, I'm thinking it's just another person like me who just decided to show up. Uh-oh. You know, um, so oh, I it just, might be another. Yeah, uh, I just think it's another rando who just, <laughs> who's like here to, to win the thing. And and you thinking this guy might have the chops? He might, this might oh, be yeah. his pace? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> I, I immediately mile one just like assume he's gone and you know he kept gapping me and no big deal and I, so i'm literally in second place in this race <laughs> nobody in front of me nobody behind me and i'm just you know doing my thing you know, i'm casually just clipping off 6 30 miles because that's all i needed to until hit. you find out that you're in the next county over because it's <laughs> wonderful no, so i will say like you know small time race this this the volunteers were excellent right they're at oh, every great. corner they had water stations set up you know they they did a really good job and oh, you know God, driving drink, if that's tap water don't drink the columbia water <laughs> no. it's some of the worst who knows at that point yeah but, i guess so um 
but yeah, you know, they did a really good job and, you know, I drove this course the night before and so I kind of knew where I was going to, so right. no big deal. But, you know, to the point again, it was a small race, like there were times I am just literally, I look behind me and in front of me, there's nobody except for cars driving by occasionally. And so I clip away like seven or eight miles and I'm just literally in no man's land. I can see the leader who, you know, I looked at my watch whenever he hit kind of landmarks and he had a two and a half minute gap on me or something like that. Mm. Um, you know, I, so I'm there. I need to use the bathroom. Since there's nobody around me, I literally just use the bathroom in the middle of the road. <laughs> like, I'm just like, well, you know, I just had to pee. It was just take a stop. Yeah, just, just kind of just quick little 17, 15 seconds. Yeah, stop. yeah. 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 You know, a cruise. Well, you're along. not one of these guys who's just, just letting it rip as you're jogging. Oh no. God, okay, no. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. How serious. I, I'm absolutely willing to sacrifice the 15 seconds yeah, on, no on keeping clean. Do you get shorts. any, do you get it? I doubt it, but do you get any benefit from just, just no. that rest? Nothing really? No, okay. no. But I mean, I will say like, you know, like it was 70 degrees and it was September. So, it was humid. I was already at this point like drenched in sweat. Uh -huh. Like, I mean, it was oozing. But, you know, I was feeling fine. Like, this is a casual little time for me. And uh, I eventually hit um, uh, the nine mile mark. And there were some volunteers there and all this stuff. And I'm just like, oh man, I, I'm so excited. I'm oh, halfway man, I done. I hope they didn't catch me peeing <laughs> back there. <laughs> no, no, I tell them, I'm like, I'm so happy I hit the halfway mark. And I knew I was not at the halfway mark. You know, I was at mile nine. You're teasing them? Yeah. And they both look at each other and they're like, what do we, what do we tell them? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I'm just like, I'm kidding. So, you know, I'm, I'm having a great time with this thing and just trolling the shit out right, of people that are, you know, that are volunteering. Well, Cause at this point, like, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm in second, I'm on pace. Like, you know, I had nothing to really worry about. And, uh, you know, the course went on and those familiar with Columbia might know that this eventually like will hit the Katy trail at some point for a little bit. Oh yeah, I did. And then it shoots up, uh, or some trail that goes along a river. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, oh man. Somewhere. We can look for it. Ah, e either way. But then the course has a reputation of shooting up at the halfway mark and doing the 600 foot climb in less than a mile. Whoa. So then the last half of the course is really rolling hills on this County road. <coughs> and again, I'm like clipping away and you know i hit like mile 15 16 17 no big deal again just completely by myself until finally like mile 17 i see the leader again and i'm like i'm reeling him in like i mean i'm like oh maybe it was this guy who did go out too quick. or maybe he drank some of the damn columbia water maybe he drank that tap water and then he had to stop know, for a he, couple he, of he made the foolish mistake of uh drinking the tap water he's but no the, he's in the cornfields so, just you know at this pooping. point you know most people do have they struggle around the 20 mile mark you know they hit the quote-unquote wall but uh and i was like well maybe he's doing this and so i went ahead and picked up the pace uh to, to just reel him in and i catch him in a mile and a half so around mile 20 21 i actually do catch him and then i just hold that momentum and keep going just to at least you stick around you just stay close to him and just nah, to, just to see, mess with him. i wanted to mentally break him and try to make a gap as quickly as possible excellent because you know he's already struggling at this crush point crush so, his hope yeah you know if you see someone slowing down oh i can see make a gap, i see just let him they won't even try i just give up you know that's at least what was going on in my head and uh <laughs> you know so mile 22 i still got a gap and you know i'm not turning around because if i turn around it's like a sign of weakness oh like, you're you not looking me. back and i, I was yeah, gonna say I, jeff nobody would recommend <laughs> nobody would recommend you and that's going whenever back. i decided to do the whole course backwards <laughs> no uh so you know i clip away more and it was a pretty hilly course so you know easy pace or not by like mile 23 i'm like god i'm 
I'm tired. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just kind of held that. And luckily enough, I made a big enough gap to where now I'm leading this thing. Uh, you know, I only got two or three miles to go. And, and I eventually do finish in like 2.53, I think. So did get under my goal, did get the qualifier for both. Did sign up for Boston, and uh, yeah, ended up with a pretty good story, I guess. But. Whoa, a ride. When's Boston? Uh, Boston is in like seven weeks, actually. So I started I started my training for that in January, January 1st, essentially, and I've been trying to hit it pretty hard. And, uh, you know, knock on wood, I'm not injured and things are going well. Uh, I have or asked, just do it injured that would be the MO right well, I, that was what I did yeah I right. don't want I don't want to repeat yeah, that okay. but uh no it's it's been a while since I've done a serious training cycle and so hopefully things keep going the direction they are um I've averaged 94 miles a week cool. since the start of the year <laughs> so uh quite a bit of running I did 108 that's, miles last week let's see that's <laughs> that's yeah, I was going to double Six check. Day weeks like, that's too, well take, over what I, I drive, I, so that's I, good. I take a day off every week, uh, too. So I'm Taking a day off? Yeah, so those are six-day weeks. Um, Jeez, man, how do you ever expect to succeed? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a marathon's a long ways. It's like no matter what kind of shape you're in, 26 miles is 26 miles. And so, 108 miles. Goodness gracious. Six days is what yeah, we were at, so I guess it was um, the thing called Taste of Soulard, which is if you're if you enjoy the concept of what's it called Mardi Gras, but you're not an asshole, then they have a thing called Taste of Soulard. That's a week before where you can park without your car getting puked on, and you can nice. hang out at bars and things without like, uh, you know, it, without it being absolute hell. It's just it's just a smaller version, kind of of. So there's still like the colors, and there's still music, and there's still I think a lot of the festivities, but it's maybe one third the just the chaos and intensity of of what Mardi Gras is down there. And instead of a parade, they still shut the roads down, but it's for a 5K. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, and that, which started at, like, I guess 9 a.m., so nothing crazy. It, it was, yeah, it gets you out of bed kind yeah. of early to get your day started. Go down, meet with your friends, and you can kind of have a whole day and still get home, and, you know, without having to stay up at till mat hours of the night. And, um, yeah, so we went to Taste of Soulard, and my friends all ran. I'm like, I don't want to do that. That sounds horrible. I'm trying to hang out <laughs> with my friends afterwards. I don't want to be drenched in sweat. That sounds terrible. So I'll just kind of watch. So I sort of mapped out on the course places that I could go do sort of spokes inside a wheel kind of thing. Of, yeah. yeah. Whatever you would do if you're going to try to watch a race. And I got to see Christina cruising by and a few of our other friends. And, uh, man, they, they finally announced. I don't know why, but it, wherever I was on the race, they, like, announced over some PA that – first place is coming through everybody heads up and this guy had a an interesting resemblance to Joe Fly, and I'm like oh, that would make sense but he had a really weird gait and I know I've seen yeah. you run before he had a very strange like cadence and I'm like maybe Joe Fly, since he's kind of older has battled injuries maybe he's got a whole different I'm like I don't know but I gotta at least text him so I texted and I'm like for you this is the afternoon it's 845 or no, no it's like 945 I'm like this is yeah you're getting ready you're thinking about bed and so I texted and Joe Fla, right I said hey did you just win a race in Soulard and he goes uh no or I said or was that like a your doppelganger he says ah I just must have been a guy who looks like me yeah I did uh 22 miles this morning in my neighborhood or something like that 
Yeah. <laughs> like, and this jerk just did three miles. <laughs> Funny story though. Like I, I actually know who ended up winning that. Oh, and really? It is a local guy to St. Louis who's Boom. who's got this running streak, and he's gone twenty years with running a sub sixteen minute five k at least once during the year. Oh my god. Yeah, he's also on a decade streak of running every day too, and he averages like over ten miles a day. What in the crap is that noise? So there's a space noise being played <laughs> somewhere. Is that from your laptop? I'm wondering if it's from my laptop. Anyway, hey, sorry if I made fun of this guy. Sorry if I made fun of your gate, if this is somebody that Joe Paul nah, knows. Le- he's legit. Um, yeah, this guy's real yeah. deal. It just did not look, did not look in the in the uh, the motion did not look like Jafar, although in the face I could see it. He was wearing a, like a, a, a sock cap over his face, yeah. and he's kind of red in the face. It's a cold day, and he's and he's huffing and yeah. puffing. So I'm like, I couldn't tell for sure. Turns out most people that can run around a 16 minute 5K look identical. To ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Slender, tall, yeah. athletic. Yeah. Well, okay, so it wasn't you. But did you ever clown him? You should have texted him and been like, Hey, just so you know, I did 22 miles on that day that you did a punk ass 3.1. <laughs> Yeah, he Boy. probably ran home from that too, just to get his ten miles in for the day. Oh my goodness, that's <laughs> awesome! So you've you've just like a, I mean, is it a friend of yours? Or just Not a, really, more a, like an acquaintance. Yeah, type yeah. Thing. you know, you know, kind of the runners. You get area. to know the people yeah, that when yeah, you, yeah. it's lonely at the top of the mountain, that kind of <laughs> thing. I don't think I've ever been at the top of the. Uh, at maybe this in, point, we're just a bunch college, of middle-aged guys trying people. to stay in shape. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, just hanging on. But how did Christina do? She, um, I, she did. Crushed it, right? Uh, and she, I think she got second. Yeah, <laughs> right behind the guy. Yeah. Uh, no, it was crazy, dude. There was, yeah. after the first guy, there was, it was a, I think maybe, it was 30 seconds to a minute. You could yeah. see the next guy, but he was way back. Yeah. And after the second guy, it was dead air for three minutes right. or four minutes yeah. it, it was a, it was it was lonely at the top for these guys too yeah. and then my friends came through so my friend ryan shout out ryan uh was sub 25 and he said oh, it was nice. a he said 24 50 and he said it was a pr yeah I'm like, that's really cool no, that's I mean, exciting that's great bear did um i don't remember the number i mean it was upper 30s or 40 or something but she's and she's this is not like a a pastime of hers she's kind of like in the getting in shape kind of phase and so i'm like 40 minutes that's pretty i mean that you're still perambulating pretty hard to get up and down those hills and so i was proud of her and uh and i thought you know that would be around where that would be around what i could do without without pooping out yeah, anyway and, and so and you didn't like, want to register uh, for that particular race yeah. hell no dude because i'm, <laughs> I'm i wanted to enjoy spending time with my friends first of all shout outs dan mccoy shout outs dan caliph i got I, was, I knew i had good friends coming i was looking forward to the social element of that the whole day and afternoon i don't want to be Dripping in like hours old stickum, like sweat stickum, holding my. It was perfect weather. Clinging my clothes to my body, <laughs> every motion I make, I feel that it feels like covering yourself in those "Hi, my name is" name tags, and then feeling them unpaste and repaste themselves <laughs> you to your skin. You wouldn't even broken a sweat, Dan. I probably wouldn't have. That's no, <laughs> not true. I broke a sweat just walking back and forth to try to f- see, see my own wife walking by. Um, anyway, fun event. Thought it was Geoffroy, and I learned something today. It turns out they are they were made in a factory, and that's why they all look the same. All these <laughs> championship runner guys. No, I like that. It was funny you, you mentioned Mardi Gras. Like you know, I'm from from Louisiana, so I feel like it's almost an obligation that I have to buy a king cake and and enjoy it during this this kind of 
season, I guess. Yeah, at work we got folks like that that are yeah. yeah there's always somebody who's kind of passionate about that. I, right. I, I get it. Yeah, and so you know when you when you run so much, you kind of eat whatever you want without even caring because <laughs> you just need calories at that point. So I, I buy one of these king cakes, and you know it's filled with like this uh, fruit stuff. And so of course I'm, my you kids know what's won't funny? I don't know much. I don't actually know anything about it. Well, this one was, you know, typically they're not like the ones I'm used to are not filled with anything. But, you know, schnooks, you know, whatever uh, they have theirs. And it was filled with like Ooh. this cherry deal. So it's just kind of like a it's like a cinnamon. Roll. looks like a big cinnamon. Yeah, roll. It's a big yeah. cinnamon roll. Okay. And typically they're not filled like the Google image you got there. But schnooks likes to fill them with a jelly or something, whatever. But um, hey, we got this extra jelly sitting around. We got nothing else. to do. Right, right, right. Put it in one of those cakes. So I buy one of these things. And, you know, throughout the week of Mardi <laughs> Gras, I'm like plugging away at this. I thought you were gonna be like throughout the week I bought a few more. No, no, no. So you know, like three or four days later, yeah. like I'm, I'm, there's like one piece left, and I look at it, and I'm like, I look at my wife, and I'm like, Andrea, thank you for eating some of this thing because like I would have felt like a real. Oh, slob if you had if eaten I the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. And then she looks at me, and she's like, I didn't touch a bite of that. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm just like, damn it! And you're carefully, carefully yeah. flipping the box over to see. Okay, 200, 240 calories per serving, yeah. uh, and then you almost Six, have to do this. Sixteen servings. Yeah, do the scratch off of how many servings. That's exactly what went through my head after she said that, and I was like, well, you know, I guess I'll just. Run, run I don't know. I get miles. done eating a bag. If right. I get done when I kill a bag of chips or something, you know, it's like I usually am pretty good. I don't. You know, I really don't get much of anything from the store right. on a normal grocery trip that I, that is not in the category of I can eat literally as much of this as I want. I don't care. It's mostly vegetables and meat. Yeah. And for that reason, because I like to just I don't I like to not restrict if I'm if I'm hungry I want to have a snack. Right. So if I'm eating lean meat and vegetables, I just allow myself to. So I'm not yeah, I'm not some kind of. Oh yeah. I don't have no. some kind of great willpower. It's just kind of I just took this route instead of other people. Right. Whatever. So, but. Every now and then, it's like, damn it, I just am craving something. For example, three, two or three weeks ago, I got cereal. I never eat cereal. <laughs> you know, it's just candy. Right. And, it, and I never get milk either. So I got a thing of 2% and a thing of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And I'm like, forget it. I'm just doing it. And sometimes it's a bag of chips, but then it's always the same yeah. thing. Once they're finally empty, it's when you decide, I better flip this thing over. I'm just curious because it only took me three days to consume this. Yeah. You know, milk's that weird thing. Like... I don't drink milk either that often, no. and that's one of those things that they just pounded at you as a kid. Like, yes. you need to have a cup of milk no. every day. But where did like, any of that stuff come from? I, all like, that stuff was bullshit. It was right. all just advertisement. Yeah, Coca Cola or whoever it was, Coca Cola and Dasani, whoever it was. I don't know. That I guess I saw my propaganda, and somebody else saw theirs, so maybe mine's wrong. But there's. There was a thing called. But like, is milk actually even good for you? I don't like, think I so. think it's actually really sugary and. I don't think it is. No, they're just they. It's advertisement. So the other one was eight gallons or eight glasses, eight gallons, eight glasses of milk or of water a water day, day yeah. and it's just like what? And suppose, uh, according to like the next two things I researched to convince right. myself it was wrong because it always felt wrong, right. that like no, there's nothing scientific that says any more water like. If you're not, unless you have a disorder, your body will tell you by being thirsty that you need water. Drink, well, drink when you're thirsty, and then you're cool, right? Yeah, a lot or of those, maybe unless you're running 108 miles a week. <laughs> right. Well, a lot of those things won't take into account like water in the food you eat and stuff like that too, like in fruit. Like it won't, you know, you can you can get the equivalent well, of, a so cup maybe, of water. So maybe, so maybe you're so you're playing devil's advocate. Maybe that what they're saying has some. You can you can find a way to make it look like it's true until you trace it back and just go. This is right. from the exact same people who were tasked by the Coca-Cola company right, right, right. with marketing the idea of bottled water. Oh, yeah, One of the most sure. absurd things in the world, bottling yeah. water in a country that has water as a, as a 
right. resources. Clean water is a supplied resource. Well, it's supposed to be. It's not. Right. Oh, man, gross. And so that whole milk thing, now looking at it, it's like, man, I don't, I don't know. Everybody talks about inflammation and all these things you can't measure that are caused by this, that, and the other. I don't know. What I do know is I've been doing fine without it for a while. <laughs> I drink a ton of water at work. And the one thing about water is it doesn't have any of that crap. It right. doesn't have anything. Anything you're telling me that I need to measure and keep track of, it doesn't have any of those things. Yeah. And so then I can, <laughs> it's guilt-free. And I, I will say I do enjoy the, the monthly like cinnamon toast crunch bowl. Right as well. Right, like, right. I mean, I, to your point too, it's not. It's not like I'm anti cereal. I just don't find it appetizing. But every once in a while, yeah, that craving will hit. And, and then now like, you got a whole damn box of it in, up like, in there. No, I'll eat the whole box <laughs> in just one like, sitting, just like the whole no. tea cake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I put it down in, a, in, in about a week and a half or something. I can like go that. through. Like if I hit that cereal craving, I think in two sittings I can go through a box of cereal. I did. Yeah, I I did three sittings. I remember yeah. on a box of God. What was the last one? And this is maybe four months ago. No, or maybe six. Months ago, it was was it chocolate something or other? I don't know. It's whatever Aldi has. They have like the knockoff versions. <laughs> so this wasn't cinnamon toast crunch. This was like yeah. cinnamon flavored squares or something. <laughs> and uh, and oh man, yeah, you just start crunching into that. And you're like, right. this is so good. And it's part of a complete breakfast. <laughs> right. If right, you right. if you supplement it with a complete breakfast. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so yeah, I don't know why we started talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'll get a thing of I'll get the five ounce like the full size bag of flaming hot Cheetos. Or, oh, and yeah. them shits take maybe two sittings to put down and then that's when you do that the nervous flip over to see okay only uh, only 180 calories per serving <clears throat> 17 nine servings. serving yeah like <laughs> and it always ends up being about the same it's like okay this thing was not even 2,000 calories and it's like yeah you had it in not even two sittings right so <laughs> Right. But like, I mean, you work out too, though. It's like you just well, burn a lot of calories throughout the day. Like, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is it's like I always tell myself, I'm like, well, if I felt like I had a weight issue going on, then I would have to do something. It's like, you yeah, know, but eventually you're going to have a weight issue going. Like when you're 45, you're not going right. to be burning calories at this rate. So I don't know what I'll do when I get there, but we'll do something. At yeah. the moment, I'm not worried about my weight, but ugh. I'm going to be in rough shape when my metabolism decides to not work. <laughs> I think you just run at that point. You just press the gas at full speed and you run your, like a cheetah. You just run yourself till you die. As, as long as my legs hold up, that's, that's what I'll do. Yeah, just fun. keep on running until you until your heart explodes, and then we'll find you on the side of the road, and we'll give you a, we'll give you a great we'll give you a three hundred mile canoe ride down the Missouri River to the final destination <laughs> right. at Jefferson just Barracks. Do, do that race again? Yeah, holy smokes, dude. We uh we. So you were asking, you're like, what, what, what are we talking about? I'm like, Jeff, we're not gonna have a problem because you got Columbia, we got Boston, we got all sorts of stuff. But I was like, wait, we got developments happening at the Turner household as well, also known as Casa Loco. That's Spanish, anyway. The, um, yeah, dude, we had a, we, we had um, something we really liked about the house that was kind of an influence on us buying it with these beautiful beautiful uh foliage in the front yard beautiful yeah. trees 70 year old trees in the front yard yeah one Oak. of those trees decided that instead of being like vertical it wanted to be horizontal and it found the nicest place to lay itself down was on top of our house and so we uh we uh that's an exa- that's an exaggeration but one big branch did fall, fall did a bunch of damage to the house but the whole I, tree fell over nah nah just a, one big branch fell off but it will it's quickly coming down like oh, every wow. couple of days another branch will fall and it's in close proximity to my neighbor's house god bless them they've been very patient with us but they uh yeah i'm, I'm driving branches in their yard having to pull them out it, you know try to rake it up and hope that they're not yeah hope that they're like still patient with it no this friday rest in peace that the 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 tree on the left side of the yard 
whole thing's coming down. Just it's disease. Oh, really? You're yeah. hiring someone? Yeah. So we actually had somebody out a week. Uh, let's see. It was last weekend or it's two weekends ago. But my dad knew a guy who is kind of a hobby, uh, sort of a hobby fun thing to do. Sort of maybe maybe he used to do this for a living, but he likes kind of climbing himself up in trees and cutting down branches. Your, your dad's got a friend yes. whose hobby is chopping down Don't trees. I, it, it is ad, it, it's as absurd like, as I, you just I made it sound. I think running's a weird <laughs> hobby, but... Oh, it is. <laughs> I mean, it is. Yeah, this one too. But no, his, 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 that's what he says. He's like, oh, it's just something I enjoy doing. He's like, you know, if you you, you could go skiing, but then you got to rent the skis and you got to pay for it, blah, blah, blah. He's like, for me, I just come on out and I can do this. It doesn't cost me anything. I'm like, well, that's weird. You're doing work. You're doing oh, man, that's like expensive. You're doing too. labor for someone oh. and you're calling it a hobby. Whatever. We appreciate you. So he and his brother came out knowing what they're doing. The rest of us were here just Christina, um, my friend Ryan, shout out to Ryan, my dad volunteered. And eventually Christina's sister showed up kind of for some other reason, but then got some gloves on and helped. So we had a whole we had a whole crew. So thanks everybody for the volunteer work and, and help. And yeah, he would just every uh it took him a couple hours to get set up and then every twenty or thirty minutes it gigantic maybe you know a thousand to two thousand pound limb falls into the road and we got to hustle out into the street and chainsaw (laughs) that pieces up drag it out so that the cars can go by shout out fedex guy who sat there for about 90 seconds while everybody's stupid electric chainsaws had dead batteries and so then finally we just heaved the whole stupid thing up over there yeah so we ended up doing they they originally quoted us something like upper four thousands to take the whole tree out and the new the new quote after all that work was done is sub two thousand wait they like requoted you after the work um we did a bunch of work ourselves basically saying we're gonna do as much as we can then can we have you come out and they i i I think it was it was somebody that christina's brother knows the the company so they were i don't know if they're being additional like more patient with us but we told them we're eventually gonna probably have to take the other tree out too and stuff and they so they know they've got the work and we told them we're gonna do as much as we can and then we're gonna call you out for the scraps whatever's left and they're like that's fine and so is that I'm not sure if that's 100% accurate. Christina's been doing a lot of correspondence. But either way, an identical tree next next yeah. to it, a very, very similar tree, was quoted at 4,600 or something. And this one they quoted like 1,500 plus yeah. some other BS. Are so these it's like, trees just old? No. So they, they there's sick? a disease. I yeah, can't remember okay. what it's called. It starts with an H and it has like a medical sounding name. Um, but it's some kind of, I don't know if it's a bacteria. He described it as cancer like essentially cancer yeah. for a tree which who knows how accurate that is but basically a terminal you know condition and it takes over in like a year so we knew there was a problem because they have these funky balls on them they call them gulls yeah that in place of where there would be buds and stuff and it's something associated with a worm infestation or something but that is not deadly to the tree it just it's like very slow it won't it won't bud it won't blossom so you don't get leaves and you don't you, you can't like photosynthesize but the wood itself will stay healthy and fine for a long time but then this one caught something else whatever that disease Dang. is and man it rots the wood out it's and crazy. all of a sudden the branches start falling so so we we managed to do like some like 2500 ish dollars worth of work on that day thanks to all the volunteer work from crazy. friends so it's just really cool but then we kind of said once they were once the guy was saying, "Hey, does anybody have a four wheel drive vehicle we can attach to this rope to attach to this thing that we can drive down the road to assure that it pulls the branch far enough away that it doesn't fall in your neighbor's house?" That's when Christina was asking me. She's like, "What do you think?" I'm like, "A hundred percent, no. <laughs> we're not doing that. 
Yeah, and she's like, no, nah, I agree. And so we told the guy, hey, why don't you climb on down? You've been here for about eight hours. Right. <laughs> we'll call it a day. And we managed to. So we, we took a big chunk out of it. And it was and it was surprisingly fun. It's just manual labor. But when you're doing it with your friends and family, it's it's not the, it's yeah. not too bad. Now, as a professional woodworker, are you able <laughs> to like? Are you able to like keep any of this? Not really. Or you no, it's disease. It it's disease. Shitty wood, yeah. and it's the, what did he call them? He said I thought they were. I, I I had the species wrong. Did he call them maple or elm or something? He had some name for them, but we we were given this the idea basically that don't try to use any of this wood. Huh. It's nasty stuff. But once the it hasn't had water flow, right. like just because I don't know exactly what happens, but whatever that disease does to it, just makes it gross. So, like, what happens? They take it away and they just yeah, burn it. They'll take away most of that wood, and I assume they campfires. I don't know. That's a good question. So they, I think we're we're allowed to burn it, and I've I've burned some. I just figured I'll get in the hot habit of I'll eventually just build a fire pit out there, right. and we'll just do bonfires. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Oh, so you still have a lot of it. A ton, yeah. Oh, wow. All the wood that fell is still in the yard. Oh, yeah. So a bunch of longer branches are out front, and we. The sun went down, so we left them. Then the uh, and a whole bunch of like you know two foot long sections, all the way up to maybe fourteen, fifteen inches in diameter, we heaved into the back, right. and they're just kind of stacked there. And I figured, you know, we'll just start kind of burning them and to get rid of them, but also campfires are kind of nice. And Christina, yeah. we could yeah, just sit man. out there and or you know sit out there, have a drink, spend an sure. hour, and we'll just get. And she's got a tiny little. Uh, kind of shitty little pear shaped, weird little. For having very small fires, if you want to sit around the fire, this metal enclosed yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I said, forget it. We'll just get cinder blocks and kind of build a proper right. fire pit. And we'll just start doing slightly bigger ones a couple of times a week. And this stuff will be gone in, you know, a year, yeah, year and cool. a half. Well, no, the guy said, oh, which would have been fine. And maybe we'll keep some of it. But that guy who we then called out said, leave all that stuff. We'll just take it. If we're already yeah. doing thousands, we'll have trailers and stuff and we can bring it. And my guess is they're either able to sell it yeah, or they, use it in some way, ship it. $25 yeah, something like that. And it's like, <laughs> if that works for you, then go ahead yeah, and take it. Because it's, right. it's just a burden to us. So we're not too worried about it. But yeah, the whole tree's got to come down. It's a bummer, but we're going to plant something new. And it's like, hey, this, 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 these type of things happen in life. Unexpected, the circle of life, unexpected, right. an unexpected death of a thing, but it offers us the opportunity to pick a new species and watch it grow. Yeah, but so, it always stinks paying a lot of money for yes. removing yep. what we oh. a benefit to. <laughs> You're saying you just said it that as well as I could ever say it. I said, like, you know how long it takes me to save money, you know, and that next thing you know, you're looking at right. some five digit sum in the bank, which is a lot, but not a ton. And it's like you're telling me that I just have to I just have to let go of half of that. That took me years to save. Right. And the net result is a thing I like is going it's away. Going away. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, yeah, well, the net, you know, she's got her sort of take on it. And it's like, fine, whatever. Just let me be mad for a second right. about it. Yes, I get we have to do this. And, you know, a year from now, we won't even yeah. remember or care. But it's like, at the moment, can I just be pissed off? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you know, we're, we're replacing some windows in our house. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, we, we need to see our windows are 20 years old. Some of them are starting to fog up. One actually has a crack in it. Kid probably threw something. Who knows? But either way, you know, it's the same thing. You know, <laughs> no. windows aren't cheap. You're spending all this money, and when you look at your house, it looks exactly uh -huh. the same. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. No, the more you make, the more they find ways to that. Right. They're, they're, the more holes in the sieve just open up where the money right. just slides right through. It's like you're telling me $3,000 a year, which was essentially a gold mine, like say when you're 16 or 17, yeah. you know, and now it's like, no, oh, that's just insurance on your It's insurance on your insurance or right. something. It's like, <laughs> what? Oh. 
cool. You know, it's just bonus to your mortgage payment. Yeah, That's right. You got to tip. Enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, was it tip your landlord or something? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, oh, it's funny. I was going to do some math, but I was like, it's just going to make me mad. And I probably won't even be as right as I want to be to make my point. But right. it's like if you take if you take out inflation and you take out like promotions, what is my salary now compared to when I started? Not even not even compared to what kids are making that start out now. I don't right. care because good for them. I like these kids. I want you to make a lot of money and go get more money. Like look out for yourself. And I, But f- for me, it's like I wonder... I assume the amount of like, you know, the, how many dozen eggs can I buy at the store now right. compared to what I could when I started? It's less. And well, what are you going to do? I finally realized, you know, I like my job. I like the people I work right. with. And so as long as we're comfortable financially, I'm not going to worry about yeah, I hope my boss isn't listening because now he knows he doesn't have to give me much of a promotion. Yeah, much of a, forget much of a, that guy's compensation. Yeah, exactly, right. He's <laughs> We've like, got him hook, zero percent. Hey, things, things, things were tough this year. <laughs> yeah. we actually got a, yeah, we, we actually did our salary adjustments yeah, so it's a touchy subject this time of year but anyway uh, yeah so I hope whatever if you're listening out there <laughs> I'm thinking about quitting I swear I swear I'll do it I'll go straight to HR you better give me 13% no less next year uh, whatever anyway it's kind of a good thing to realize though when you're like hey I'm happy enough well I mean at the end like of the day you're still trying to pay your bills and you support pay your bills? family no, and you, whatever so it, it's like yeah, I'm in the same boat. Once we have a family, that I yeah. might have to rethink some of that stuff. And then it's kind of like, well, damn, that's 10 years of not having that philosophy right. that contributes. So so it, it, it always has felt risky to think that way. But it's like, shoot, I'm getting close to death here. I need to I need to start just like, living instead of thinking about living, you know? Yeah, I mean, I got to buy minivans. Minivans, yeah, aren't, minivans, minivans aren't cheap. <laughs> they ain't cheap no more, man. Gosh, what's a... What's a What's a minivan cost? And everything's basically a minivan these days. It's either a hatchback or a minivan, and they don't call them minivans. They're they're less functional minivans. Yeah. But all these stupid SUVs, it's like that's just an uglier minivan. Right. What's a minivan costing these days? Uh, it's probably like forty k or something. Yeah. No right? kidding, man. It's like you can get yourself a Subaru WRX STI. It's like two thousand seventeen, uh, three hundred horsepower. Double your money, get one of those mid-engine Corvettes. Sacrifice, sa- sacrifice your kids, get a mid-engine Corvette. Oh, the C8 or whatever the oh, brand new one. You can't yeah. get a C8 for that cheap, but the base model Corvette you can. I let mean. the kids out. Let the kids. <laughs> let the kids find. Ah, it. they can walk. It's They'll find a place. Them. It took me that long to figure out that I wanted to go to Google.com, and I almost just typed in Google.com because that's <laughs> apparently a more popular thing yeah. that, that I mistype than Google.com. <laughs> And I just Googled Google.com. So this is how this Are is you how one of those people. No, nope. shut up. <laughs> Stop. I'm cutting this out. I'm putting a marker. No, if I put an empty marker, then it's just going to annoy me later as I, like three days from now. And I'm like, why did I leave that marker? Um, buy minivan. God, that would be an interesting minivan. stat Com. on how many people Google Google to go to Google. Well, not by accident. I mean, I, was, I don't know. So I think my top, I think my bar up here, what I thought was like a Hi, minivan. What are you searching? Just type in like minivan MSRP or something. Yeah, well, I was joking when I did that. But you weren't paying attention. <laughs> no, no, the joke. The joke was I'm going to put in something incompetent in the search bar. Oh, but um, but it still might give me something. What is the most reliable minivan to buy? They're like Chiffois. No. Ford Flex. No, that is not true. <laughs> there is no way a Ford Flex is considered the most reliable Sedona. There's a great song called Sedona. Look it up. It's by a band called Junk Bunny. Shout Kia, out. Kia makes that uh, crossover SUV minivan 
the caravana or something, the Kia caravan or something. All right, now now we're heading somewhere. But it, yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be like an SUV, but Carnival. Like, Carnival. Oh yeah, god, let's try that. Hell yeah, it's considered a minivan, but kind of looks like an SUV. Yeah, well, that's because they've always just been lying about <laughs> SUVs. Have been lying. They're just it's just for wives that want to spend more of their husband's money to get the same thing with less functionality. It's true. And then vice versa, minivans are yeah are for people. Who I mean, we, need to get the job. Done. We were actually talking about this earlier. Like my 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 daily driver is a little Tacoma, so you know it's a pickup truck, five foot bed. But if I'm yeah. buying <laughs> boards of wood at Home Depot, I'll take my wife's Honda can Odyssey. I just, can I just bring the Carnival? She's like, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, the Honda Odyssey, I can fit eight foot boards in there with the seats down. So it's like, Dude, I mean, that's, I can um, legitimately fit more stuff. Feels in a weird that it took this long, but it's like, yeah, dude. What? That's it. Kind of just. They sort of snout out, the carnival, like gullet yeah. out the front end to make it look more like an SUV. And it's like, that's Man. so much more attractive. What was it that was attracting people to this rounded snout? This of of S, oh, you know how of minivans. Go. Ten years ago, everything well, but was rounded. A, now everything's was like a minivan cornered. ever. But even was yeah, a minivan ever considered good looking to yeah. anybody? Was, I thought those were a compromise. I thought the aesthetic of some of these vehicle types was a known compromise, and they and everyone knows that for a certain type, certain functionality, that's an inevitable compromise. So yeah. they just lean into it. Hey, we're not going to give you anything. This one finally looks like, and they tried to do a couple of what's were like um, very uh, patronizing half crossovers that Ford something or other, where like it's. Your wife loves it because of this, but your guy friends are going to be jealous of you because it's a cool Dodge Magnum. It's a cool car. I'm like, it is not, it's less than what she wants for functionality. Right. And it's so uncool. It's literally neither of the things that you right. said it's both of. This but. one, it's like, from that angle, way better looking than your average minivan just because they tried to make it look like a stupid SUV instead. They did. And it still has the sliding doors, which is a big deal. Right. I that, don't care who you say. If you have, kind, to if me, you that have kids, sliding doors are awesome. To me, that's that. It's kind of the big differentiator, yeah. right? Where an right. SUV is like, we're not even going to let you get in without having a tough right. time. But all this is, is just a school. It's just a basically a big thing that your wife can fill up with junk that she never takes out. Yeah, absolutely. So the usable space is the same as a sedan because the rest is filled up with garbage that's rotting. And the kids still can't get in because now it's it's, it's literally <laughs> at their chest. Right. The place they have to put their foot. <laughs> um, so just get a minivan, why don't you? Or, or just get a school bus because that's basically what these are. Just get a used school bus, yeah. no seat belts, throw the kids all the way in the back, and then take out some of them in between seats, put a hot tub. Yeah. We got to figure it out. Are we reaching that one hour mark? I was going to say, we're getting this is getting so incoherent. We might be at we the one. Be. Oh, my God. Time and we haven't even taken advantage of, shout out Spare, the Kululi. It's too late now. Kululi, did you not read the front? Oh, the little <laughs> baby cooler, you're uh, right. The so adorable, that. That adorable name for my adorable uh, uh, cooler that Bear got me as a gift. And it's, is thermoelectric the right word? It's, so it's cooled with an elect, it's cooled without fans or, or, or a, a working fluid. Like it's not a is compressed it? fluid. And I don't know exactly how that works. So shout out to Eric Avola if you're out there, one of my, one of my best dudes. He, um, I believe did graduate research for his master's program on, thermoelectric something or other and i'm like wait you I'm can forgetting the term for that too cool shit with that uh, no, i mean there's there's computers you can buy with no fans and stuff like oh, that oh, too. oh but they still have a cooling mechanism yeah there's definitely i mean there's got to be a cooling well obviously <laughs> yeah, it's a refrigerator <laughs> <laughs> 
I meant on your. So, but there are also passively cooled. There's passively yes, cooled passively computer cool. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, is there no cooling mechanism? Oh, the, what if the cooling mechanism was essentially like, a, like, a, a, what's the word? A sugar pill? What do they call that? Like placebo? <laughs> you, you you pull it out, you're like, it's so cold. I don't think you can placebo your way through a working refrigerator, but. Just tell the people it's only been it's only been or yeah like it's only been a day. Why is my meat rotten? It's like no, it's been two weeks. Yeah, that's why your meat's rotten. It's at it's at thirty thirty three degrees. All right, minivans suck. Marathons are awesome. Kululi rocks. Shout no, 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 out no. shout out bear. Minivans rock. Wait, what I say? You said sucked. Minivans rock. <laughs> yeah. Marathons suck. Yeah, that's more, that's that's actually probably closer. I mean, it's just like I've never done a marathon where during the whole thing, <laughs> I actually was like, well, this is a great idea. I'm so glad. I'm so it's glad just, I did this. I mean, it's to the point. It's like even no matter how good my training's going now, like I could show up on the race day of Boston and be like, well, I ate a bad bagel this morning. And that just there, there goes four months of training. Oh so my gosh, dude, isn't that a bad bagel? Yeah. You know, who, no, who knows? it's Boston, dude. They'd have plenty of places where you could just use the bathroom right in the middle of the street. Oh, like, like you said, right? <laughs> no. No, no, no. So I tell my wife this, like the whole plan, there's Wesley College is on the course. And if, if you're not familiar with that, it's around mile nine, but it's an all women's college. And they Wesley? Just, I think it's Wesley. Or is it Wesleyan? I don't know. It's one of the, Let's it starts with a W. You, if you just type in Or is it all, called, well, it starts with a W. Is it just called women's college? <laughs> I mean, you can, I'm sure Google I'm not, keywords will on. figure this out. I'm not going to Google Google this time. <laughs> I'm going to search with Google. Boston College. No, so here's the keywords women. you need to do: women gone wild marathon, Boston. Oh look, it's already <laughs> no, in my search history. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so anyway, uh, somewhere around mile nine or ten or something like that, there is an all women's college that's very well known for being very supportive of the marathon and that they're all out there hooping and hollering. And if I ever need to drop out, that's where I'm dropping out. So. You think they're going to accept you into their absolutely <laughs> into their into their ranks? It's like it's like the St. Paddy's Day of Rolla for for this. College. Oh wow! It's like they, they, you know, it's and it's really cool. Like, you know, I you know you hear stories of it and you're like, ah, it's no big deal. But you actually like hear these people screaming from like two miles away. And then there's like also like a small tunnel and just it's. Oh, just you mean as you gra- as you get closer and closer? Yeah, yeah. It's it's, oh. re- it's really cool and that is know, awesome. Just you know, again, like going from a marathon that had 150 people to going to a marathon where I won't even get 150th place. Like you know, there's gonna be thousands of people. Like it's it's cool. Um, and they do it. They do a very good job. Wesley College, Dover, Delaware. No, we- no, Wellesley, no, Wellesley in Wellesley, Massachusetts. Yeah, liberal arts. That sounds right. Mm, <laughs> well, sound, yeah. Oh, dude, notable alum. Fucking Hillary. Oh Clinton. my gosh, dude! Look at that. I no longer have any respect for this place. <laughs> Holy smokes! That, GPA requirements. It, what kind of? You want to take a guess? Let's vote on it. Send in an email in. You guys know how to get to it. I don't even check the email anymore. Um, GPA requirements. They're going to make up some bullshit. They're going to say you need to have a 3.6. Oh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Google it yourself, God. folks. Google it yourself, folks. Literally, you're allowed to get one half of 1B in your four-year high school career. But look at that. They're saying a 1520 SAT, SAT well, 34 That's ACT. absolute BS, dude. You guys, just stop. 
You should aim for the 75th percentile. <laughs> yeah, but look at that. That's they, what a 34 they, is on the ACT. Isn't a 34 composite ACT score like the 98th percentile? Yeah, I, I think their math is wrong. I think I know one person. I don't want to say names. <laughs> it's but liberal old school. <laughs> I know one person who uh, got a 34, but I don't want to shout her out. She probably wouldn't want it, but shout outs to somebody I know. 34 is high. That's great. High. Isn't it crazy? Is that right? Did she really do that? I should ask her. I just anyway. like the last line here. If your GPA is lower than a 397, you should try to get the SAT and mm. ACT requirements. Yeah. So, well, so you know what? That 397, that could just be because so crap, many, so many yeah. stupid schools do the five-point scale. Oh, yeah, for yeah, All your classes are five-point. So I think so our stupid. valedictorian, shout-outs, my best friend. I don't know if he wants to be shout-out either. Anyway, uh, it, I think that that GPA was ended up for those guys that were competing for that being something like 4.6 because you just you you force yourself or you you have to seek out a schedule where you're able to take only five the point five point classes yeah, yeah that's ridiculous and then you get all A's basically and the only thing that hurt in your GPA is that you weren't able to have your have your like upper level orchestra com- conflicted with upper level calculus or whatever yeah. at one time so you had to take anyway Wellesley boy I tell you what. They got, they Teresa. got the top. They got the cream of the crop over there. I didn't even. I don't even know if like any school in Louisiana even offered like a five point <laughs> GPA deals. Something about. I guess yeah. I was trying to figure out. Think of a crawfish joke. I'm pretty funny. Um, whatever. Is that a real thing in the South? Crawfish. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I get that. That's a real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do, do people really just invert pots of of dead fish onto a table and people just start picking them apart it's and a eat them? fish the crawfish is it not a fish it's it's a crawfish <laughs> i get it it's like a big shrimp right it's like a baby lobster <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're classier than that dan come on <laughs> it's a ba- you're killing the babies yeah we're killing <laughs> yeah. it's like a delicacy you know? but it's a, it's okay but a lobster is like a giant shrimp kind of right i wouldn't say that <laughs> i gotta shrimp ask google now <laughs> is oh that's a really good point okay okay Crawfish near me. <laughs> Crawfish, crayfish is the Wikipedia page. That's uh, too bad. Results from Maryland Heights, Missouri. They're like, I don't know, maybe in Creepcore Lake. <laughs> Go to your closest Chinese buffet. Oh <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Okay, whatever. so that's that. So that is the reason I ask that is so many things you see portrayed on TV and movies and stuff. It's like are just overdone. And you know when people talk about St. Louis, it's always stupid shit. It's always toasted ravioli yeah. and the arch like every weekend every family goes up in the arch to take a photograph and then come right. back down. and then you just eat nothing but gooey butter cake and union station right. and it's like literally no we haven't done any of those things in in years we did go to shout outs Corey and diane my, my best friend and his wife were in town last weekend and we decided we were going to take it kind of easy not try to overdo it so we went to the science center oh, yeah. and the art museum yeah back to back free so shout outs to, to those uh, or whoever's funding those organizations. And what do you know? The Science Center, anybody else out there, I don't know, Hannah, if you're listening, who was a science, who, who, who grew up in this area, you definitely went to the Science Center as kids and you remember the like animatronic T-Rex, just like mid feast on a Triceratops carcass. It's all the, the same thing from 30 years ago when we were kids. That's still their main. That's still the centerpiece. That must have like blown people's minds. It was freaky. It was freaky thirty years ago. I'm surprised that it hasn't. But I mean, it's still pretty cool. It still holds Mm -hmm. up. It's just a 
Tyrannosaurus Rex, and it's on a loop, and it kind of it makes some noise, but it does this kind of yeah. freaky look around thing, and it's and then there's like a dying animal being eaten next to it that is like still breathing animatronically. Yeah. I remember being kind of freaked out when I was a kid. Yeah, I was my like, kids were absolutely still freaked out with that. Yeah. yeah okay. We went there. Yeah. And so that is still the centerpiece. That's still the centerpiece there. And so we went and looked at a few other things and it was like, yeah, cool, whatever. And walking around the art museum, still very peaceful and fun and interesting. Parking's free. Everything's free. So it was cool. We did kind of the basic St. Louis things. We did not go in your stupid arch and we did not have your stupid <laughs> breaded raviolis. So down south, is this a thing like um, yes, big bucket of these things, and then um, during crawfish se- season, which is generally like I think it's January to like April when they're they're more available because it's not it's not, I mean it's not really the cheapest thing when you I mean, you, you think it kind of might be you're buying these things. Well, the much. way they make it look, <laughs> the way they make it look is it's like it's this it's this. Uh, down home staple right. like this is cheap eating and it's like where i yeah, mean it's it's, it's, like it's really three bucks actually, a pound yeah, or something. it's really not it's not actually that cheap but i mean to the point of you know is it a normal thing yeah you buy like 20 30 40 pounds of this stuff throw some corn you throw it all on a table and you just hang out with your friends it's just like yeah it's like the equivalent of smoking a pork butt here you know sure it's just, you know you you you're buying enough food to feed a bunch of people and it just takes one person to really prepare it and it's not even that big of a deal and I I think That's it's awesome. awesome. That's I, awesome. You ever, I, I you, love them. You ever murder any of these blue ones? Eat them suckers? Uh, no. No, we have not had the elusive Procambaris. Procambaris <laughs> Alini, which is also the name of a college in Connecticut, near to Boston. No, it's not really. No, I feel like there's always those news stories of where like these guys catch these one in ten million blue lobsters. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just my news feeds, but I feel like those come <laughs> up like every two months, and I'm like, okay, this is not one in ten million. Oh my gosh, no kidding. Yeah, people. Yeah, I can't. Like, I, it bugs me, but when this people, has got to be one of these clickbait when things. Certain people have certain <laughs> stories, and it's like, you know, everybody who, everyone who reminds me of you seems to have that same story personal right. to them, and they all involve something like a one in 10,000, one in a hundred thousand probability. How, how do all of you know the guy who was the champion, (laughs) like the national champion of that thing? All of you know, there are only so many years and there are, there are a certain number of people. I don't think you could all possibly know and whatever. And yeah, I caught a blue lobster. It's like, or did you catch a regular lobster? And then you're just, and then you want to, you want me to have yeah. to listen to you for a while? Tasmanian giant freshwater crayfish. This is what I was really looking for. That's God, just that's a lobster. A big guy right I mean, there. Like, what's the, what differentiates that? Holy smokes! Oh my goodness! That's got to be one of those like holding the fish out tricks. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's forced that, forced that perspective. Ridiculous. <laughs> well, that but then it's just kind of like well that's just a lobster and right? what is the difference? It's just a lobster. It's just a hideous alien bug with claws that you eat. That's crazy. Whatever, dude. Oh man, um, let's see. I I don't even check the emails anymore. We get so many. No, you don't I, think there's a single one. Um, n- yeah, there will be. There'll be. Here's what we charged you last year Do you have for to pay the for your proton mail. No, no, no. The proton <laughs> mail is where I have the is where I have all the podcast emails sent, which include yeah. the nineteen dollars a month that I pay to Transistor.fm, which is sort of an online service oh, yeah, yeah. that actually like serves your yeah, podcast job, yeah yeah i think it's just fine i kind of yeah. i did like minimal research up front but there's a bunch of services that seem to do roughly the same thing right. and a lot of people mention this one in the top three or four yeah. of what they'd recommend and so yeah 19 bucks a month to have the have the ability to send things to 
the Apple Podcast and Spotify without having to do a whole lot of work. So it's uh, yeah, and so that there will be like seven of those emails. Hey, we charge you nineteen bucks. I'm like, hey, thanks. And then there will be one that looks like it's supposed to be some somehow it'll be just spam that randomly guessed this this proton mail address yeah. and got me. That's crazy. And um Ah, damn it. Now I'm too yeah, curious. We gotta know. I'm too curious now. You had me. All right, let's see. I, I will say, like, you know, I listened I listened to I tried to listen to the latest podcast Do episode. I, on, I appreciate that. On my Friday runs, right? And oh, awesome. there's always interesting topics and I'm like, I got a follow up question and by the time I get in my house I completely oh. forget this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you have I'm sitting at my computer and I'm like, What I, email address no, is this go to? Is it pro I, can't, no, I just can no. never remember. It. No, I appreciate <laughs> it. No, you sent a you sent a follow up question for Kuzner. You sent a couple. We don't get a lot. We yeah. get very few, and I I could never. Uh, it always surprised me how people don't have more questions. Well, you know, and I I said this offline. It's like the guests have such a variety of interests. Hell yeah, interesting. And you know, obviously, well, I I know nothing about. Uh, oh shit! You did send us something. <laughs> open world. Yeah. What well, did I say? Um. <laughs> Cyberpunk. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you said in episode yeah, you had 16. a guest talking about a game that was, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was an open world game that recently came out. Okay. And the way you described it, it had to have been Cyberpunk. <laughs> okay. Well, I appreciate you filling that in. Oh, and you know what else he told I us was I TRD. Would... I was with Fawn. Yeah, Shout out to Fawn, I think. True. And we were talking about the souped up version of the, yeah, of the, the Tundra. Pro. And I was like, isn't it called it's something? It's got yeah. some name, and I, I couldn't think of it. That was one of the emails you sent, and you're like, "I knew it, I knew it." And yeah, that's it. TRD. Yeah, yeah, because it's funny, you know, as a Tacoma owner, you think it's obvious, but I'm like, how does Dan not know it? You know the well, most I random did, stuff. I, I did know it. I did know it, but I just couldn't. Act, I couldn't get to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one of those. Um, yeah, you're just out, tip of your tongue out. kind of thing. Yeah. So then that there's disappointing. Transistor receipt, transistor yeah. receipt, and then John and Justin. I'm like, hey, I know brothers that are called John and Justin. One of them's been on the podcast. I bet you they're sending a thing. No, it's just yeah. some, it's spam. Yeah, dude. But then Dylan sent sent something. I get that a lot from my old so, site. Like, I I'll get some developers, like Indian developers. I'm like, oh, do you, do you need help with this? <laughs> my site has been getting hacked more and more, which is crazy Whoa. and frustrating. Are you turning these guys into like lifelong friends like you did with the no, first? No, no, I can't track these guys down. But I did eventually find the malicious code, and, and, and it, it looks like they actually found a way to... Getting to my site a year and a half ago, uh, according to the file. So basically, so then they get access to the source code for the thing, and then and so it's not even with that. that. <laughs> so what what they're doing is like they find a vulnerability and they stick this like uh, you know this access point. So they they put it in their own malicious file that kind of like masks its way in, and then they can just programmatically on a schedule hit this file to trigger events. And what they were doing was they were hitting this file that gave them access to update existing files on my server and they weren't deleting anything or anything. They were just injecting pop-up ads into my site. And so they weren't like destroying yeah, the content. Okay. They were just yeah. ruining the user interface. And Interesting. I found out that every month on around the 20th, they would re-execute this script that would do it. And then I finally found the file tracked down and it was, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just really fascinating. Like they, they bury their code in like so many subdirectories on your FTP server that like your FTP software will crash trying to list 
and get into this because it's recursively trying to get into so much. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. And it's, you know, you almost, part of you is not even mad because you're like more impressed than angry, but then you're like, part of you maybe. Why are they picking on my little old? It's like if someone started hacking your podcast, you're like, come on, I got less than 10,000 followers here. (laughs) We've had some hacking attempts. Really? I I have no idea. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) I mean, it's those Filipino people. I figured you got. I figured you might have gotten bored, and then just decided uh, and one time since I made fun of minivans that maybe you would, that maybe <laughs> you were it, like, Dan, you, forget it. <laughs> the last time I'm on this podcast, you're you, done. You, you dissed my wife's ride. You're oh <laughs> no, I would never do She's such thing. She's actually kind of leaning more towards the anti minivan. It's a little sad. You know what? I've still never met your wife. Never met Andrew. We got never. Never once. That's a lie. Never. No, not, not a lie. You told me, I remember you telling me that you met her and being kind of excited. And I was like, Josh's going to marry this woman and have three kids. And uh, you met her in at, at some running camp yeah, or whatever we talked camp, about. Yeah. And uh, you were excited. That was in college. Yeah. And I remember you like mentioning, or I don't know if you texted or somehow I saw like that you'd gotten engaged. I'm like, congratulations. Never met her. So I probably saw one or two That's pictures. Crazy. And we I'm like, neat. Yeah, dude. I was like, we should double date yeah. or you should have her over with you to, I can cook steaks. Oh, the steaks. Dude, we did steaks. We did like these were pushing like nine out of ten. Uh, no, it's got to be th- these were in the eights. This was like nah, a mid eight because I overcooked them a little bit. No, the presentation gave it that. <laughs> yeah, the present plus ten for presentation. Yeah, that I that okay. I it's I, like you're averaging that three nine seven GPA. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, you're, you're like Dan. Yeah. If you're not coming in with if you overcook these motherfuckers, you really got to compensate with an SAT score. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Your side <laughs> presentation has to compensate. No, it was all very very good. I've never come here and not been. <sighs> Well, well I, <laughs> I appreciate that. I was psyched about it. Oh, and you know what? I sent something to my friend Jenny, who she we always talk about. She's kind of into cooking and baking, and, and we sit nearby at work, and so I'll ask her about uh, recipes. Hey, oh, hey, Jenny, I got a bunch of potatoes. I need to make something. And she's she's great. She's, she's always like, hmm, what do you think about this? And she had some ideas. And so today I said, what should I do for potatoes? It was her idea to do wedges. Yeah. Potato wedges Very turned good. out great. Jenny, if you're listening, I, I – cooked bacon to make it like a loaded potato experience but i just went ahead and put the bacon on a on a rack like a a wire rack above on the next rack up above the potatoes so the potatoes just were ended up drenched in bacon grease to cook that put them over the top they were perfect oh they were great is that the only seasoning quote Oh no 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 no. Okay, so okay, so I started off by just tr- cutting them. The big ones I cut into like eighths, you know, yeah, like yeah, clockwise yeah. into wedges. Smaller ones into quarters. I put them in a glass bowl with probably two tablespoons of oil. These were golden potatoes. Right? These were I, like the yellow. yellow? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they weren't Yukon golds, I don't yeah, yeah. think. We can go look at the we're going to lose interest before we have a chance to go look them up. But they I think they were called yellow at the store, whatever. I dumped guns the, the, the glugged a little bit of olive oil in there and then let's see. I like to use MSG now that people aren't scared of it anymore. And I put chili powder, maybe a little bit of cumin. Oh, and then some like mixture of spices that I got a long time ago from somebody called adobo something or other smoky barbecue mixture. Just put it in there and tossed it. Laid them out evenly on a cookie sheet. Throw them in 375. 15 minutes, flip. 15 more. And they were done. But then also on top of that, (laughs) all that bacon grease dripping. And so... But whatever it was, they turned out great. Then put a little yeah, cheese and crap sure. on top. Cool. Good presentation. Steaks overdone because I tried to do this thing that uh, this guy on the internet 
does. His name's Charles something. He's got a YouTube channel. Really interesting guy. 10,000 followers. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he got, she's got to be like three or four million now. It's called That Dude Can Cook is his channel, but he's a ton of fun to watch, but seems to be also like knowledgeable. That That's that balance of entertainment and, and information. And um, he always does this basting thing, based, butter based your steaks. You let your let some butter foam in the same pan, and then you throw in like onion and or shallots and garlic to flavor up the butter, and then you tip the pan sideways and just use a spoon to like glug the the hot fat up over the top of the steak. I don't know why it's, it works, but you've seen you see a lot of guys do it. Gordon Ramsay, a bunch of people do this, and so I tried that. Then you throw in some thyme or some kind of herbs. He calls them. I don't know if he's Canadian, but you throw in green stuff at the end. It's supposed to like. I don't know, add flavor. But then, of course, you're sitting in 200-plus degree stuff, so the whole time this thing's cooking. So I right. cooked them normal. They were probably done already, maybe. Then I put them back in the pan to baste, and that's when they went to like a medium to medium well. And this is the only reason I'm not I, giving I myself a nine. I wouldn't say they were medium well. <laughs> you don't have a cast iron or anything like that. You're I, not. I do have a cast iron. I don't want to get into it. I tried seasoning this thing, and now it's got like a weird coating on the outside. I'm afraid to put it on a glass burner. I just thought about it the other day. I was like, I need to bite the bullet and just try to get these things in working order. I feel like cast iron cookers have like this cult following. And yeah, I, especially I for steaks. It, yeah. Especially for steaks and all that basting stuff. Yeah. All these guys are really into it. I realized it the other day. It's like, what am I afraid of? I just need to get this thing back out and make it. One of these, again, cult following things is like a completely wrecked, rusty right. pan. And we we got it back in perfect order. You, you scrub it and scrape it and, you, and then you season it and then you do all this stuff. I'm like, if you can supposedly bring these things back from the dead mine's not even dead it's just kind of i'm just not quite sure what's going on i need to pull it out apply some heat well i don't even get the seasoning part of it like you just like what do you do you just cook like onion like how do you season a season iron? they just they say that you just coat it in fat and stick it in the oven like basically you just oh, bake really? you just bake oil into it and eventually there's so much oil i guess packed into any like crevices and pores of this thing that there's no you basically eliminate all the Huh. Nucleation points or like whatever places that, that things would tend to stay. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing that happens over time, and so you can season to start by just cooking oil in it, basically, or just like I, I'm probably saying this wrong. There's probably nuance to it that I'm not, but so some things come pre-seasoned, so there's already kind of like a baked-in weird coating, and some things they tell you to season i think this one said season it so you just put like a thin you basically just wipe oil on the whole thing and then just bake it at 400 for an yeah. hour and let it cool down and you do this again every time you cook or every now i don't know there's they make it sound really simple and then when you do it it doesn't seem like it's working i don't know so i tried cooking a bunch of oil in it and it couldn't tell if it worked now then the next time i tried to mess with it like there was like a like a finite finitely thick <laughs> layer of stuff that just like kind of came off and it wasn't gross or foul or anything but right. it was like wait I, is that what was supposed to i thought it was supposed to just kind of get shiny and be slippery right, right. it like, it, I, it shocked me or it's a it made me nervous by just how not what i expected it was so i just basically hung it up i'm like i don't need this crap i was huh. trying to get into this cast iron stuff and it's acting weird it's been sitting above the cabinet right. for the last two and a half years I now. I also have one that's <laughs> just sitting in a cabinet yeah. because, like, I haven't even tried because at this point I'm like, I don't know. It's It seems like you got people who just 
absolutely live by the cast iron. It, like it's a it's like it's a cult, it. yeah. almost like it's a not so cults a little bit extreme, but that same sort of thing is that some people this is the one and only possible right. way to ever do it right, and it's like, well, that already is an insane way of thinking about it. But so what if they are right. <laughs> it's the only. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, what if the Earth is flat? Out of out of all your friends, surely one of them <laughs> is a cast iron oh, zealot. Who, who would be my cast iron? No, so Dylan likes to experiment with different different things, and I think he's got some cast iron. I, I should probably ask him what his experiences have been. Yeah, I should probably just go out there, look, and say, what are people's honest experiences? I've got a lot of, we have the benefit when we're, you know, you go to engineering school, people like to overlook this. You have the benefit then of so many people around you are all pre-filtered right. to be smart people. And it's like, that's a really cool thing. If you need opinions about things and stuff, there's still gonna be psychos and eccentrics and, and, and jerk-offs. But you're already you're pre-filtered to these people. Actually, have to be, you know, kind of smart. Right. Like right, that's a right, benefit. Right. You know, now you can start polling people and getting. You're going to get a variety of answers. Some may be stupid, but you're going to get a lot of people that have actually thought about what it is they're telling you. And so sometimes I forget to just like take advantage of well, the the knowledge and the intellect that's around me. Yeah, I mean to that point, like. I mean, it seems like everybody has their own hobby that they take over the average consumer of that hobby. Of course. And, you know, it's just, it's great. Besides you know? boring people, yeah. And then you got that guy. You can, <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, there are. boring people have some hobby. Probably that's something. Just less popular, you know. Maybe. So you just, Maybe so. I don't know. I feel like everybody I know has at least one passion. You just kind of kind of have to dig for it. Maybe they don't want to admit it. That's, <laughs> the, that's the cool thing about people, yeah. man. Isn't it wild? It's like you're going to. Yeah, how cool is it? Like evolution or whatever got us to this point. It's like almost everybody. Just, just the simple. Yeah, like what is evolutionarily ben evolutionarily beneficial to to humans or any other animal about boredom? Why does boredom exist? But it exists, and then it drives you to go do stuff. And next thing you know, you find yourself learning things, or you find right. yourself developing. And here we are all now with like some list, uh, some set of knowledge. And some list of passions, and for yeah, for the more uh, capable, like a set of skills and things. And next thing you know, it's like, oh, this guy wants to come take my tree down for <laughs> right. free because it's his hobby. Right. Like that's a very technical thing, and it's like, yeah, but he's a nerd, right? And he got bored, so he developed this hobby, and now it's beneficial to us. How cool is that? Well, I mean, you look at the guests at your podcast. You've had <laughs> rally car racers, hell yeah, soccer reps, oh my runners, God. artists. Right. Like, I mean, the list goes on. Dude, Bear always Bear always says that too. Yeah. It's like we never, we kind of just started this whole thing. Well, I started it, but she helps, and like, yeah, not knowing what the, not knowing where it would lead, and it was like almost immediately that was the cool thing. It's like, whoa, so many of your friends have such cool. The things they know so much about and have such strong and interesting feelings about that like that you just don't talk about because it's not in a group of four group of six group of eight you don't want to talk about the the, the inner the inner workings of right. being a soccer referee <laughs> right but it's like but everybody kind of deep down is curious because it's something you see it's every, right. it, it, it's something you see and you know exists you never think about the details yeah anyway you need to have I, for, I forget your Steve your Ewing names, but... Shaquille O'Neal uh, no <laughs> Not Shaquille O'Neal, but okay. he, he would be cool. Yeah. You're your top fan here, <laughs> but um, but no, I mean my kids are, you know, my kids are they're all young, but they're playing soccer and uh, they're really into it. And so, the most recent sporting K, not sporting KCGs, the uh, St. Louis soccer uh, game that was on. I don't know if you watched. Oh it. yeah, STLSC or whatever versus did, did, Austin. Did you watch it? I didn't watch it. I heard but, I heard a little bit of a yeah, recap. Your, your friend, who's the soccer 
uh, expert. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to I mean, w- One of the goals that St. Louis made was all because the Austin team kicked the ball Giveaway. accidentally to one of the St. Louis players. That's what he said. That's what he mentioned. That and was the only highlight he gave me when I asked him. Really? He yeah. said he was having people over that night, but I already had plans yeah. on Saturday night. But I but I went over to Don's house actually Sunday because yeah. we had a couple things to, to do and ended up, oh man, it's a whole nother. I should probably <laughs> let Don do it. He got a PlayStation VR system. Oh yeah. Never done it before in my no, life. me neither. Blew my mind. It was, I mean, really? it's, well not, mind blowing might be a bit of hyperbole, but not by much it's wild yeah. it's wild dude it makes you feel yeah, it makes you feel like motion that's not there it makes you it's crazy how it accesses it's your senses VR. it's not like augmented um, so no i mean this is a headset you put on and you, your full field of vision is filled yeah. is okay. filled yeah, so it's with forward. three yeah. with 3d yeah. and high definition i can't tell what the it's like a little blurry or whatever but it's yeah. it's a high definition yeah. it's crazy how much it how, like how deep it feels like the probes kind of go into your senses like you feel like you're moving when you're not and that yeah. it's, it's crazy we had a lot of fun but <clears throat> i asked him hey how was your little party how was the game he goes we won <clears throat> that was a surprise already yeah for sure so you said i need to have a guest on and it has something to do with the giveaway should i find the austin player well, that gave the ball away and like have him on the how o- like as a non-soccer <coughs> expert really anything like I'm watching that game and I'm like, these are professional athletes. Like, of course. How often does a slip up like that where mm. you pretty much accidentally kick it to the other team? Like, does that ever happen, or did we just hit this like feels like you know type? Isn't that crazy? Deal? Feels like you never see that in right. something like you know Premier League or whatever the right. big World Cup. Yeah, no, it was, it was wild. And so, and it could be that this is, you know, MLS compared to something like the level of t- the level of yeah, competition you see at World Cup level. Maybe it is a full tier below, but yeah, maybe it was something crazy like that. It's like having a crazy error happen in a baseball game, like somebody overthrows overthrows first base, guy makes it to third, and it's like that's the that could be the game changer. <laughs> Carlos, uh, I mean, I feel like this would be like somehow in ML in, in baseball if like the pitcher could somehow throw a home run for the other team accidentally. You're right, like, right, you know, right. It's just, it seems so much of a fluke that I'm like, I wonder, and, dude. And we'll I, have to have Don on. We'll have to take yeah, his take and, on it. And and I heard you know the backstory was like the guy on the Austin team used to be from St. Louis. Oh, jeez. The other conspiracy the other theory guy from St. Louis used to be on from austin like they they kind of knew each other facial so, recognition yeah, maybe he, he's like he's my teammate i don't i don't know either way a professional expertise yeah. opinion on it i thought would be really Ooh. fascinating so. yeah he mentioned it to me yeah. and i was like wait that sounds crazy he's like it was wild but then we moved yeah. right on because we had some other stuff to do he's built he's doing some like construct what do you not yeah. construction's wrong, wrong word no it's construction he's doing some work in his basement kind of finishing some stuff and so i was kind of giving some thoughts and helping out a little bit and then after that, he's like, want to VR? I'm like, let's VR. <laughs> so we drank beer in VR. Hey, it was a Sunday, guys. Lay off of me. We were having fun. Um, Carlos wants to be on. He's like, oh, I can tell you guys are about to be done. I got to I gotta plug my my upcoming movie. Carlos is starring in a new movie. It's called the... Uh, it's uh, my arm off. What would, be a funny, what would be a funny name for a movie that Carlos is in? Oh. Annoying dog who won't be quiet while we're trying to have a podcast. He's just excited. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she probably has to pee too. <laughs> we should probably wrap well, it up, yeah, dude. I love this one. I love it. I love this one. I I was gonna tell you the only thing I wanted from you tonight is let's make a podcast where we don't have to go back and do any editing. Oh, the editing! 
If I have one, you had it, a couple bleeps in there. I'm, I gotta, I'm gonna go back and do a couple. Oh, I didn't even mark the last one. I dropped that <laughs> F in there. That's uh, that could probably go. Ah, oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, no, we're gonna we're gonna compress it, turn it into an MP3. We're gonna put it out on transistor because as we just double checked, <laughs> I'm still getting charged for it. So even though I haven't done an episode in a month, we know the service is still active, and we're gonna punch it out. No, I'm not gonna do it tonight. Seven twenty-eight. Oh, I should do it tonight. Editing's not required <laughs> on this bad boy. I don't think it is. I think it's. I think it's going to be fine. But um, man, we don't. Since we don't check emails anymore. No, we already checked emails. We don't have any listener questions. There's too many. There's trillions, and so we just kind of ignore them. Uh, I don't know a better way, a better closing segment. Do you have any thoughts, suggestions? I'm just. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta come back and do the post Boston recap. Yes. Got seven weeks until yeah. that race. Oh, and... that'll be good timing. You know, in a couple months. And man, one of these times you gotta talk. You gotta get a babysitter or something. Talk the lady into coming over. I'll make her just the same steak with with uh... plus presentation. I, I only have so many present. I only have so much in me for presentation. So hers might be pretty. Yours might be pretty bland. Yeah, that's fine. Just gray. But she'll she'll get a pretty one. And I'll finally get to meet Andrew. Um, and uh, we can talk Boston. Um, yeah, what else? I think we did our shout-outs. I think yeah, I did all my complaining yeah. about minivans, about uh, all, uh, so all the things that needed complaining. That might be it, folks. Yeah, I think that's, that's a wrap. All right, that's a wrap. You heard it here, folks. Thanks for listening. You guys are awesome. And uh, we'll catch you sometime before 2024. Peace.